Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, healthy friends. Happy New Year. This is our first episode coming back from the new year happening. I hope everybody is celebrated and have a good time. I know we did. We had a friend come over with his two kids and my oldest daughter got to have a friend over. So we just kind of stayed at home, did things late, had some good food, and we were all able to stay up except my youngest, which was really fun. <laughs> How about you guys, Monica? Yeah, we had a good new year. We actually um, were out of town working a show for our business. And so we got back late on Sunday. So we just kind of chilled and hung out, ate some good food. Um, we had some wings. Wings are always like our go-to for everything. And honestly, I was so exhausted. I didn't think I was going to make it until midnight. So I was just going <laughs> to let the ball drop with the East Coasters and call it a day. Um, but <laughs> but I ended up staying up. And as soon as it was like 12.05, I was done with the day. But <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I feel so great for the new year of just another year of building healthy habits. Absolutely. Same with me. I didn't make any crazy resolutions as we've talked about before. It was something that I used to do a lot in the past, of course. Like I was always dead set on giving up pop or soda for you guys. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, we call it pop here. But um, I was always dead set on doing something like that. And it's just not anything that I was ever really able to stick with. I don't love the idea of making brand new resolutions just because of the start of the year. Um, I understand that sometimes that's just the time that kicks people into gear and that's totally okay. Just personally, it wasn't something that I was interested in doing lately in the last few years. So I'm just ready to keep doing what I've been doing and maybe just learn a little more. Uh, I've talked about so much before how I'm a learner. I love reading. I love learning as much as I possibly can. So that's all I'm focused on besides doing the same old, same old that I have in the last like, oh my gosh, four years now. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like a lot of people are getting away from making New Year's resolutions. I've seen that all over social media. A lot of people are just saying, you know, I'm just going to continue doing the same thing that I've been doing, or I'm going to focus on building healthy habits. And they're not coming out with this whole list of things and resolutions that they want to have for the new year. And I love that. If anybody's been listening to me, I will continue to say this and people will roll their eyes, but it's not New Year, New Me. And you don't change at the strike of midnight. And so I really don't get a lot of the hype around, oh, New Year, New Me. You, It's the same you. New Year, same me, new goals. And I love that a lot of people are getting away from... I'm going to create this list of resolutions that I will start on January 1st and I will end on February 2nd. And right. now, and now mm -hmm. they are just like, okay, 
I just want to build some consistent habits, whatever that means. If that means with my food, faith, friends, family, whatever that may be, I just want to get better with my habits. And so I'm loving this. I have not posted my goals anywhere for this year just because it's something that I really want to hold near and dear to my heart. I've talked about some Mm -hmm. things that I want to accomplish, but I don't think I'm going to post any specific goals because then I feel that I'm working towards a checklist. And I want to get away from that this year. I don't want to just check a box to check a box. I completely understand that. And I agree with that too. I've personally taken a step back from social media. It's just not something that I'm into right now. Um, like, you know, mental health and just wanting to spend more time with my family and doing the things that I truly love and I'm interested in. And that's not social media at the moment. So mm-hmm. being able to keep that to yourself and really relish in that is a good thing too. I totally agree with it. And I will, I do, I just got to plug this in here. I cannot believe. So this is now January, 2024. I started my journey in January, 2020. I cannot for the life of me remember if it was like January 16th or 26, something like that. So I am basically on my four-year anniversary of starting my journey. And next month will be my three-year anniversary of maintenance. So um, just a little plug in there for you guys to know that it's absolutely possible. Even if you do I mean, I technically didn't make these resolutions on January 1st. I started at the end of January, but it is absolutely possible if you stick with it and put your mind to it to continue doing it. You can lose the weight and continue to keep it off. It's definitely possible. So just remember that when whenever you are starting out anything or even if you're in the middle of it. Congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment. Four years of anything is big, but four Mm -hmm. years of being consistent. And that doesn't mean, and you've talked about this a million times over, that doesn't mean you've been perfect for the entire four years. Absolutely but not. you've been consistent and you stayed the course. And three years of maintenance, that is just, a lot of people can go through one year of maintenance and then you start to gain a lot of that weight back because those mm-hmm. those negative feelings and the negative mental talk starts to creep back in. So three years of maintenance and four years of just the journey as a whole is absolutely amazing. And I know that there's going to be some people that are so inspired because we get so afraid of the fact that why is this taking so long? And just that timeline in and of itself shows that you're in it for the long haul. So why rush? Why not wait and build consistent habits mentally, physically, emotionally, and then you will be able to reach these milestones of one, two, three, four, five years. You're right. You're right. And thank you, by the way. And and I will say I was consistent enough. Consistency is hard. You know, um, consistency does not always mean doing the same thing every single day. There are hard days in there, but I, I was consistent enough in those habits. And yeah, it's just, it's something that it just takes a while and it takes practice and and you will get there. So thank you. I had to share that all because I'm just excited. I, I love this. This anniversary is very special to me. So moving on to, yeah, it is. <laughs> moving on to today's topic. Um, it actually can kind of tie into what we were just talking about, but I really want to talk about resilience. We've mentioned resilience many times in other episodes, but we've never really fully gone in depth to what resilience is, building resilience to bounce back stronger. The art of resilience is really it's the capacity to withstand or adapt to or to recover from adversity. It really embodies the art of bouncing back stronger from all those challenges. It's going to serve as a really crucial role or a skill, I should say, in navigating all those complexities, all these hardships throughout life and overcoming those setbacks. 
So as we talk about resilience today, I really want us to be able to understand. I mean, we hear the word, like I said, we've mentioned it so many times before, but I want us to understand how complex it is and how true it can be for this journey. Resilience really involves qualities like adaptability. You have to be able to adapt to certain situations, to hard times, to adversity. Um, It involves perseverance, being able to push through these challenges and these setbacks. And it has, it involves some emotional fortitude. You have to be able to face difficulties with strength. Yes, I absolutely love the topic of mental resilience just because it is so crucial to the weight loss and wellness game. And the reason why a lot of us fail on this journey is because we don't develop this resilience or mental toughness, if you will. And it does require cultivating a growth mindset. A lot of us are in this stagnant position and we and we just keep saying, I want to lose the weight and I want to get better, but we don't know how to do that. And that's equivalent to if you start a new job, you want to be the best. Everybody wants to be the best. Right. You want to get the employee recognition. But in order to be the best at a new job, you have to cultivate a growth mindset. You need to adapt to the company culture. You need to adapt to the way that they do things. And it is the same thing in your weight loss and wellness journey. And when it comes to building mental resilience, you have to cultivate that growth mindset and embrace optimism. The negative mindset needs to go out the window. You have to be optimistic when it comes to building mental resilience because at the end of the day, the end goal will be when you have reached peak mental resilience and toughness, nothing is going to shake you on your journey. How you said at the beginning that you have built enough consistent habits. You have also built enough mental resilience. And that has led you to be able to stay the course for three and four years. And so for for anyone who's listening, if you don't embrace that growth mindset and that optimism, and you're always thinking about the next bad thing, or why you can't go to the gym, or why you can't afford groceries, or why this, that, and the third, then you will never be able to reach the end of your journey because you have to have a thick skin. Mental resilience is nothing but a thick skin. Absolutely. You have to have that adaptability again, that growth mindset, knowing that you're going to have some hard times. You're going to have some setbacks. You're going to have these challenges like get-togethers and dinners and parties and stuff like that. And instead of going into it with that negative mindset saying, oh, you know, look, just looking towards the future of all these negative things that are going to happen, you're going to worry yourself crazy. You're going to cause more stress, which isn't going to help anything, you know? Um, So being able to adapt to these changes and setbacks is by far going to help you get through and build that resilience. I can't say enough how much adaptability is going to help as as well as um, I wanted to talk about the role of adversity. Adversity is going to happen so much in this journey. Adversity is always going to happen. And it plays a huge role in building resilience because as these challenges or these setbacks happen, it's going to provide an opportunity for you to develop those coping mechanisms to get through this stuff. And it's going to strengthen that resilience even further. Yeah. If I could give one tip, it would be to learn to reframe your thinking. Yeah. Especially in the face of adversity, instead of, oh my goodness, uh, I have to go see my family and they always have something negative to say about what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Maybe think about this is an opportunity for me to show my family that I am doing something for me. 
And while I love them and I appreciate their opinion, maybe they'll learn something from me and maybe they won't. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to go into an event worried about what other people think about me and my food choices or with it being the start of the year. (laughs) A lot of people are going to start going to the gym. I was really surprised the gym was not packed last night. But we usually have that thinking. If you're someone new that's going to the gym in the beginning of, of the year, you have this thinking that everyone's going to be looking at me. Everybody's going to be judging me for my baggy t-shirt and my big sweatpants. And instead, you should think about the fact that maybe people are going to see me and be excited because they can tell that I'm a new person in the gym and silently they will be cheering me on. And on the flip side, those of us that go to the gym a lot, when you see a lot of new people coming into the gym during this time, then we have to think about reframing our thinking as well instead of, oh my goodness, the gym is packed with a lot of people who don't understand how to use the equipment. They need to move. Give them a smile, give them a nod, give them some encouragement. Now, don't go over to people in the gym telling them how to use the machines and how to create form. We're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah, we're not doing that in 2024. But just reframing your thinking in general. And when you're catching yourself in this pessimistic um, and fixed mindset, just start thinking about the shift from I can't do this to I can do this if Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. There we go again with those hypotheses. I can Mm -hmm. if then it's back. <laughs> it's absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, please don't go into the gym seeing these new faces and try to <laughs> point out what to do, what not to do. But yeah, just just the smallest little thing, the the, friend, the tiniest little smile, a little head nod, you know, because the, you can have so much fear going into something new. It doesn't just have to be the gym, you know. We know that you can have so much fear going into something new in, in anything in life. Um, but having that positivity, that thought in your head, knowing I am adaptable, I can get through this, I am resilient, having that positive mindset, it's going to help you get through. You got to kick out again. Remember what I said for every negative thought, replace it with two positive, you mm-hmm. know? Instead of thinking, I am afraid to go to the gym today, your two positive thoughts can be, I am going to strut myself into the gym today and I'm going to try out a new piece of equipment that I've never tried before. You know, it's just all about that positivity, really. And embracing the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. I know I said I'm not really sharing my goals for this year, but I will share one. And one one of the goals that I have is to do something once a month that takes me outside of my comfort zone. Oh, I like that. I like. (laughs) And I don't know what it'll be. I mean, there's a lot of things that are outside of my comfort zone, but I just think, well, I know for sure. And I've said this before that you do not grow within your comfort zone. And so sometimes you have to get a little bit uncomfortable and you have to show up for yourself. And when it comes to this mental resilience, at the end of the day, it is a you versus you mentality. I talked about this uh, when I did like one of the Tuesday lives. I think it was back in August or something like that. But having this you versus you mentality that at the end of the day, you are looking at yourself in the mirror. You are running this race against yourself. And yes, you want to build connections with people around you, uh, like-minded individuals who are also building mental resilience. But at the end of the day, you can have as much connection as you want. You can attempt to be as positive as you want with other people. But you have to, within yourself, say, listen up here. We're going to do this. It might not be this year. It might not be this week. 
that we accomplish everything that we hope to accomplish, but what we're going to do is the best that we can every single day. And despite the adversity, despite the setbacks, despite negative opinions of me, I will do my best every day to practice gratitude, to practice mental toughness, and to go on the right path as much as I can. And I think it's really important that we remember at the end of the day that it doesn't matter if you're married, it doesn't matter if you have kids, and that if they're a big reason of your why and your purpose, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. But at the end of the day, in order to truly build mental toughness and resilience, you have to remember that this is you versus you alone. You are right. And that is a good episode. Um, Hopefully, others can maybe go back and search for that. Maybe we can help them find it if they want to, because that is a good a good topic there. But a minute ago, you said something. Um, we don't grow unless we face challenges. You know, we grow in the face of challenges. And I understand that coming up to these setbacks and challenges can feel scary. We can feel weary about going into them. But unless you don't push yourself, you might not be growing. Push yourself outside of that comfort zone just a little. Mm. Not to the point of, you know, like sweating and, you know, (laughs) heart rate uh, pumping too high and whatnot. But yeah, I fully believe that if you are not pushing yourself or seeing some sort of challenge, you're probably Mm. not going to grow out of it. And um, a few minutes ago, I mentioned coping mechanisms as part of this resilience. And I think that developing coping strategies is going to be huge because again, this is going to help build that resilience, whether it's physical or mental, anything in between. And that's kind of up to you to figure out what coping strategies are going to help you best. But some examples would be things like mindfulness and stress management, you know, digging within yourself, you know, ground yourself, figure out, okay, where is my happy place? Where, where can I relieve this stress? Where can I cope peacefully? And then positive reframing. Let's positively reframe our mind and our strategies so that we can get through this. I think it's going to contribute to an overall effective coping mechanism, and it's going to help towards the development of your resilience. Mm-hmm. In order to build your your resilience, you're going to have to reframe your mind. You're going to have to rewire your thoughts a little bit. And as you were talking about coping strategies, I started to think about the fact that a lot of us, our coping strategy or mechanism right now is to go into our kitchen, open the pantry, open the fridge, and sit down with our good old friend, Mr. Fudge, or with our good old friend, ice cream. And we reward ourselves with food as well. And so how do we now create some different coping strategies? I love that you said stress management um, and things like that. Because yes, when you step outside of your comfort zone, we don't want you having a panic attack. But it is going to cause you to feel a little bit of discomfort whenever you're starting to try these new things. And so I love the idea of stress management. If y'all thought I was going to get through an episode without mentioning journaling, you're wrong. Here it is. Uh, but journaling, <laughs> we can't help it. We cannot help it. It is not going to say we need one of those little um, trackers, one of those counters, like ding, <laughs> ding, ding, every time it's mentioned. That's <laughs> every I'd time. love to see the number. <laughs> every time. But journaling is just so amazing. 
I will be honest, I fell off with my journaling. And yesterday, January 1st, I got back into my morning and evening gratitude journaling. I got back into um, writing out my thoughts at the end of every day. And when I tell you that I felt so clear going to bed, I didn't, I felt like I, I put everything I needed out there on the page and I wasn't going to sleep with anything heavy on my heart, any stress or anything like that. And so I really love the idea of finding different coping strategies for your stress and for your anxiety and for your fears. What does that look like? What type of coping mechanism do you need to create? And maybe it's as simple as quiet time away from your family for 30 minutes to drink your coffee or drink your tea. Yeah, absolutely. Or just sitting down and figuring out, you know, what exactly your fear is. What is this setback that you are afraid of getting around? And then then that's when you're going to sit down and and figure out this coping mechanism. You know, is it um, a, a family birthday party that you're getting ready for? Is this one of your setbacks that you are truly afraid of? Maybe you're kind of new in this um, weight loss and wellness journey. And so you're like, okay, well, how do I deal with this? I know there's going to be all this stuff that is not going to be bite or calorie friendly. Mm-hmm. You know? So this is where you sit down and, okay, how are we going to cope? How are we going to get through this? You know, Maybe I'm going to bring a side dish that I know I can eat more of. Maybe um, I'm going to eat before I go um, a well-balanced meal. So I'm already mm-hmm. full when I get there. And then that way I can just enjoy a little slice of cake and not have to worry about all the other food, you know? Whatever it is, there can always be a plan to get through it. But that I think that most important thing is, is developing that coping mechanism or developing that plan to get around it. And you just mentioned something that has been weighing so heavily on my mind recently. And you, you were talking about, oh, what if this is too many bites? Or, you know, what if I don't know the bites when I go to an event? We have to get out of this mindset. And yes, that is the whole point of using the healthy app is tracking your bites and tracking your calories. But we have to get out of this mindset of, oh my goodness, I'm going over my bites or oh my goodness, I don't know how many bites that's going to be at an event. At the end of the day, the bites system is a guideline. Calorie command and counting calories is a guideline. And not everything is going to be in line 100% of the time. And we get so fixated and we we have like almost a transfer addiction where we transfer this addiction to the number on the scale to the number in our tracker. And we, we want our bites to be on point every single day. We want that green dot. And we have to get out of that mindset. And mental resilience is going to help you with that. There are going to be days that you don't hit your calorie goal. There, you're going to be under and there are going to be some days where you're over. There are going to be days that you don't hit your bite goal. You're going to be over and you're going to be under. And sometimes there's going to be days where you use all your weeklies and then some. And so we have to get out of this mindset of, oh, what do I do now? Guess I'm not eating tomorrow. I'm just going to eat zero bite foods, this, that, and all that. No, we need to stop having that transfer addiction from the scale to the tracker. And we need to build that mental resilience to know that it is okay if that tracker does not show what you want it to say 100% of the time. Because you need to track the other things that you're doing, your energy levels, your you're, are you happier? Are you, is your skin glowing? Can you breathe? Are your clothes going down? Whatever the case may be, stop 
fixating just on the tracker. And that's going to become come with building that mental resilience and um, stepping up in the face of adversity. But I've been seeing that so much in, at the end of uh, 2023. And it's something I want to leave out. There's been like this trend mm-hmm. ins and outs for 2024. Mm-hmm. And ins for me is mental resilience, going with the flow and understanding that your journey is going to take some work. Maybe we should do a whole episode on ins and outs for 2024. Um, yeah. But a big out for me is negative self-talk and mm-hmm. being fixated with the scale and with your tracker in the app. I absolutely love that. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because we do mention a lot how to not be fixated solely on the scale, to use other forms of measurement to be able to measure you know, this success that you're wanting to gain. But then, like you said, it can kind of transfer to stressing over the tracker, which yes, tracking is very, very, very important. It's something that you need to do to get a handle on your habits and what works and what doesn't. But not letting it get so far to your head that it is getting in the way of your results. It's giving this negative self-talk and it's not helping your resilience whatsoever. And you also mentioned, I think, going with the flow. I think that's something that you Mm -hmm. said a minute ago. And I think that that kind of ties into one of my points I wanted to make is learning from these setbacks. It's going to involve the acceptance, accepting that this stuff is going to happen and that we have to absolutely be adaptable to get through that resilience. Resilience most definitely involves accepting that there are things beyond your control. You know, there are things that we are not going to be able to control in this journey. And I, I love being able to talk about that because, you know, there, like, again, there are things that you cannot control and that's just something you can't stress over. But there are other things that are in your control within that circumstance that you should be focusing on versus the things that you cannot. Like, again, I'll use the party, for example, a birthday party. You cannot control that there is a birthday party happening, especially if it's someone else in your family, you know, mm-hmm. but what you can control is how you feel about it going into it, how you hold yourself going into it because people are going to see the way that you feel coming into it. And you can even control like something to bring so that you are able to snack a little bit better or whatever, you know, focus on those things that you do have control over because that is everything that resilience is, is Mm -hmm. looking in the face of this setback and saying, you know, I have accepted that this might be a challenge, but I've also accepted that I am adaptable and that I can absolutely work around it with this positive mindset. I love the use of the word adaptable, adaptability and um, of control. And it just got me thinking, and I don't remember if I talked about this on an episode or not, but as we're thinking about building our mental resilience and as we are here at the beginning of the year, one thing, an exercise that I encourage everyone listening to do is to get out a piece of paper when this episode is over and write down all the ways that you have quit on yourself in 2023. Oh, a burn book. A burn book. <laughs> but not only are you going to write down all the ways that you've, that you've quit on yourself in 2023, now we're going to add in that adaptability control factor. Yeah. I want you to circle everything that was in your control mm-hmm. and everything that was out of your control Go ahead and cross it out with a line through it. And the things that were in your control that you quit on yourself. So for example, if you quit on yourself because work got too busy and I didn't make time for myself, that needs to be circled. That was in your control. You can always find and make some time. Now, 
maybe you had a huge financial setback and that so you could no longer go to the gym. Okay, maybe we do a squiggly line because the financial <laughs> setback was not in your control, but you could have still worked out at home. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you have this piece of paper and you write down all the ways that you put on yourself and you circle the things that were in your control and you cross out what wasn't in your control, you will be able to see and hopefully have some sort of checks and balances system that for the things that you quit on yourself that were in your control, that you implement those into your 2024. You implement that into your new year, same me, new goals. Your goal should be to bring those back into the fold and accomplish them this time. Maybe it's not in 2024. Maybe it takes you all the way until 2025. And that is okay. Right. But you want to see what was in your control and figure out the root cause of why you quit on yourself. And that's going to take some work. It's going to take some mental resilience. It's going to take some forgiveness of yourself. It's going to take some perseverance some adaptability. Everything that we've talked about today. Mm -hmm. When you look at that list, you are going to have to have that you versus you mentality and tell yourself you quit on yourself more times that were in your control than not. And you know, that's exactly. And I'm totally kidding. It is not a burn book. (laughs) (laughs) Just reminded me of Mean Girls. But anyway, um, I think it's actually a wonderful idea to write down Maybe, maybe they're negatives, you know, whatever it is, but things that you may have given up on, um, ways that you let things get out of control. And then using that as this learning experience to say, okay, these things are or were within my control. So let's now transfer them to another page and turn it into a positivity page. Okay. What can I do to adapt to these kinds of setbacks? What can I do to change these, to build my resilience so that I am no longer circling these items on a list because they were in my control and I did not complete them? Let's turn them into a resilience building project or a strategy, Mm -hmm. you know? That is absolutely a wonderful idea. And oh my gosh, we need to have like a live meeting on that alone because that is beautiful. And, And I think it could so very much help so many people. Mm -hmm. We have to deal with our past in order to have a better future. And I think that when with this new year, new me mentality that a lot of people have, you just forget about the past, whether it's the past year or the past two years. And we need to stop doing that. We need to face our failures and turn them into success. We absolutely do. I love that quote. Let's let's get that on a sticker and slap it on our water bottles. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so when it comes to overcoming obstacles um, to you know build this resilience, I want to address some common challenges. The first thing that comes to mind is self doubt. You know, self doubt is going to be one of the biggest challenges in our ways. We are going to be our own worst competitors sometimes in this journey. And when that self-doubt creeps in, that is going to be one heck of a challenge to overcome. And that's where maybe this journaling will help you replace one of those negative thoughts with two positive. Maybe get yourself in a support group. Healthy has one heck of an amazing community, guys, Mm -hmm. that they understand. You know, I see so many 
self-negative comments posted. Like, I just feel like I can't do it this week. Or, you know, I went way over my bites or calories this week. You know, I see so many self-negative comments posted and the wonderful comments, just even simple, you can do it. Or Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've been there. I understand. Putting yourself in a a safe situation where you can let those self-doubt thoughts out can help you because these people come from a place of understanding and can really, really help with the support. Yeah, I will say that this community has been amazing. And sometimes even as a coach, when I see people post things, I know this will sound bad, but um, it, like if they're posting something with negative self-talk, I don't respond right away because I feel like sometimes you you expect for a coach to say, you can do it, stay on the horse. And so I don't always mm-hmm. respond because I love to see other members of this community step in and yeah. give people encouragement. And then I come in after that and do my, my, my thing. But it's just been really cool to see a lot of people encourage other members and to be their biggest cheerleader while cheering even louder for yourself. Oh yeah. And, and I love to see it. And I think that kind of goes back to the putting yourself out there kind of thing. You know, you're going to learn and you're going to grow from that, from maybe being a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Try sharing your story. And I think you will bounce back stronger knowing I am not the only one. You know, I am not the only one in this situation. There are many others like me. Even if the situations are all a little bit different in its whole, we have those same feelings towards mm-hmm. whatever it is we're facing. And I think people going through those same feelings can very much help. Another obstacle that I think will get in our way, and you mentioned it before in this episode, Monica, is fear of failure. We are so afraid of what's going to happen in the future, myself included. You know, I I was afraid that if and when I hit maintenance, I would never be able to continue it. But you know, I'm not done with maintenance. I will never be done with maintenance. And there's that fear there. There is Mm -hmm. that fear of eventually I'm going to fail. Um, When I was talking about my journey in the beginning of the episode, I said that I was committed enough, but I still had this fear of what if I gain back some of the weight? And to be open and honest with you guys, I am about five pounds up from what my goal weight was. But to me, that's kind of life of maintenance and just figuring out where my body is comfortable. But that was a huge fear of mine. The fear that I was going to quote unquote fail at maintenance. But really, what is that? What is failing at that? Because Mm -hmm. I set these own goals for myself, you know? So we have to drop that fear of the unknown because only we can set these goals for ourselves. And I am no, I'm personally no longer afraid of failing at maintenance because I realize my body, even though I'm a few pounds up, is just happy here. And I'm still happy. I know I still feel good. I know I'm still healthy. We have to absolutely kick that fear out of here. Kiss it goodbye. Kiss it goodbye mm-hmm. with the with the old year. We're in the new year. It's going to get in the way for sure. It is. And one thing we should ask ourselves, and maybe this will open a lot of eyes. Are we, do we have a fear of failure or a fear of success? Good one. Because true. we know that we can be successful if we just put our mind to it, but we keep, this is the thing. You always find an automatic out. You always find an excuse. So we use this term fear of failure. I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail. But when we get to the core of failure and knowing that that is a lesson, a -hmm. stepping stone to ultimately reach success, the only thing that you are really telling yourself is that you have a fear of being successful. You have a fear of reaching your highest potential because you are so used to being down and out, discredited, 
you're so used to being the heavier one in the room. You're so used to being uncomfortable that now if we have a if we have success and we reach success, what does that life look like for us? We don't know what it looks like. We've never experienced it. We've never been the successful one. So it's not really fear of failure. We are all just fearful of finally being successful at something and reaching mm-hmm. our highest potential because we don't know how to behave. And so my mantra that I always tell myself, and I've been doing this since the beginning of my journey, which in August, I think will be four years, is to starve your fears and feed your focus. And I yeah. think that's so important. Just starve those fears and feed your focus and know that it is okay to want to achieve success. And it is perfectly okay to fail along the way. But what Mm -hmm. it's not okay to do is to count yourself down and out and to hide this fear of success behind the fear of failure. You are so right. And I absolutely love that quote. I love the idea of starving those fears and, and feeding into the focus that's going to drive us even further. I mean, and when you reach the ability to have resilience, you're going to start feeling less and less like that. You're going to not have that negative self-talk all the time or that self-doubt, you know? Um, That's what resilience is all about. It's bouncing back from that and viewing these things as learning opportunities. And just to wrap up, I want you guys to remember to, again, view these challenges not as a barrier, but as the opportunity for growth. Give yourself that growth mindset, you know, always be wanting to learn and grow within yourself so that you can bounce back, you know, even stronger. Make this thing a lifelong skill. It's not something that we learn and then drop like certain things in in fifth grade science, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, this is a lifelong skill and it's going to help you become more resilient in the face of whatever life is undoubtedly going to throw at you. And I will tell y'all, if you would have met the Monica three years ago, you, you wouldn't even recognize her. I had no mental resilience, no toughness. And, and I know that this episode could, it, it, maybe it's confusing. Maybe you need to listen to it a few times to understand what we're talking about. Um, doing some additional research outside of it to really understand the psychological benefits and effects of mental resilience. This is an entire portion of your weight loss and wellness journey that you need to dive into. Don't just listen to this episode and say, oh, that's great. Can't wait for next week. We really encourage you to be a lifelong learner on this topic because mental resilience can change your life. As cliche as that sounds, becoming mentally tough and no longer caring what other people think about me and having that you versus you mentality has 100% changed the game for me on my weight loss and wellness journey. And I hope it does for you too. Absolutely. And the same with um, commitment and staying consistent. The more resilience you build, it's going to allow you to roll with it. And if something happens, be like, all right, let's just keep on going. You know, mm-hmm. that's what gets you through it, guys. That's that's everything that gets you through this entire journey. With that, I hope you all had an amazing week once again. And I hope you enjoyed this episode because we truly, truly love doing what we do for you guys. I hope you all have an amazing next week coming up and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.